Welcome to Women Volunteers, a GFWC NC podcast where we talk with women across North Carolina who volunteer their time in support of community improvement. We'll find out how they got started, how they manage these projects, and the impact of their volunteer actions. everyone. I am so glad you've joined us today. I am here at the beautiful clubhouse at the Statesville Women's Club with Dana White. And Dana is the president of the club and has been a member for seven years. She also serves as the chaplain, the education and libraries chair for District 2 of the General Federation of Women's Clubs of North Carolina and is on the GFWCNC fundraising committee. Dana is married and considers herself a professional volunteer. She taught school for 15 years, mostly in Charlotte, Mecklenburg, and has taught every K through 12 grade except for eighth. She loved the seniors, but really enjoyed teaching fourth grade. Thank you, Kelly. I'm delighted to be here. Fantastic. So we are here to talk about a project that your club does called Angels for Advent. Tell me about this project. Angels for Advent was a project that was actually discovered on Facebook. Oh, okay. Um, One of our members saw it and forwarded it to me and said, this would be a great project for the club. We were looking for something that could be done in the middle of the pandemic where people didn't have to go out a lot and didn't have to get close to people and that type of thing. And so basically what you do is instead of getting a treat for every day of Advent, you Mm -hmm. put a particular food item in a box. And so for 24 days, you collect items for a food pantry. Oh, that's neat. And our goal, even though we only had 30 members, our goal was a thousand or more items. Wow. And we donated 1,035 items to Yoke Fellows, which is one of our local food pantries. 1,035 items to your food pantry from last year. That was last year. So 2020. So how does it work? Do you give uh, your members, is there a guide on types of food you collect at certain times each day of the advent, or is it just anything that they want to do? What we did was we started posting it in our newsletter and through email back in October. And I came up with a list based on what was on Facebook, they called it a reverse advent calendar. Mm -hmm. And I altered it a little bit, um, but there was a guide that was recommended. It wasn't required. So was that from? Yoke Fellows. Yoke Fellows, thank you. So they had a list of particular food items or pantry items that they were looking for? Actually, it was a generic um, Facebook version. Okay. We did not, we did not ask Yoke fellows what they were looking for. Um, we just went with holiday themed, like stuffing and rice and mashed potatoes and things like that. Okay. Okay. And so did you, so you were doing this during the pandemic. Uh, did people kind of keep their, uh, reverse advent calendar at home? 
Yes. And then they brought it into your club here at a set date or a set meeting? We had a couple of days where people could come in and drop off their boxes. Mm -hmm. And then there were four officers and we got together and stuffed boxes and met the director of Yoke Fellas here at the clubhouse and... He helped us load all that food. We thought he was going to bring some help with him, but he didn't. <laughs> so the five of us loaded a thousand plus items of food. So you said you made them into different boxes. So was it more like a family portion type box or did you organize them by the type of food so that the organization could then uh, reorganize them? We organized them by types of food. Okay, so all one box of stuffing and all one box of green beans mm -hmm. or something along that lines. Exactly. Okay. So did you, was this just something that you did with club members uh, or did you work with any other organizations around the community? No, we just did it within the club. What did you like best about doing this project? What I liked best about this project, I think, would be that I am a big Christmas person. Okay. And Christmas has always been a big part of my family. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are lots of people out there that don't get a holiday meal mm -hmm. or don't know what it's like to experience the memories of a big holiday meal. Right. And so I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Um, it just, it, it was a very powerful project for me because of the fact that it tied Christmas with giving and community service. Yeah, and last year, uh, I mean, there was a lot of concern about people getting together for the holidays. Mm -hmm. There wasn't yet a vaccine available. Um, there, um, there was a you know, concern about a, a rise in cases, which to happen post Thanksgiving and to happen post Christmas, you know, which did happen. Uh, so, and then so many people were uh, unemployed or underemployed and didn't have access to a lot of the resources to throw a big meal. And so, you know, putting that together with your club women, I mean, that was probably a very rewarding thing to do. It was very rewarding. And the thing that I'd like to mention um, that kind of is, is a little tangent, but it's important to me, mm -hmm. is that we have several food pantries here in Statesville. Okay. But Yoke Fellows is located in the heart of the poorest district. Okay. If I'm understanding their location correctly. Mm -hmm. And most of the people that need to get to food pantries, you have to have transportation right. to get to a food pantry. Whereas Yoke Fellas is close enough that many people can walk to it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, because transportation is an issue, especially if you have canned items that are heavy to have to carry them any great distance or to get onto public transportation if you have public transportation in your area. So that's, that's very helpful. So you've done this once. Are you doing it again this year? We actually have a different first vice president this year. Okay. Um, and she is going to choose her own project. Okay. So if a club was going to decide that they wanted to do something like this, what 
recommendations would you have for them? Make sure you have help when you need to load the items. <laughs> Make sure that you may find a way to manage. And now that we're coming out of the pandemic, it's mm-hmm. not as challenging. But, you know, we couldn't have a large crowd of people. Right. Well, we didn't know what would happen. Right. Right. So you had to keep your distance. You had to be masked for all of that. Whereas now there's a little bit more knowledge that, you know, we can be masked and closer together. Or if we're outdoors, that's a little bit better situation than if we're indoors. Yes. But I also would recommend good PR. Like, okay. And when I say that, I mean within the club, mm-hmm. you know, getting the information out, reinforcing um, making it fun. Like one thing that I didn't mention mm-hmm. that we did was we added a little component of creativity to it. And if you chose, you could decorate your box oh. in a holiday theme. So did a lot of people decorate we their boxes? We had about six out of 21. Okay. So not everybody, but a few people. Yeah. And the person that won took four boxes and made a four-box tall um, snowman. Oh, how cute. And it was adorable, um, absolutely adorable. And so, you know, people who love crafts, mm-hmm. it, it just made it a little more fun. Yeah, and I think, you know, I like that you did the, you know, holiday-type foods, things that people could uh, use to put together a meal. But, you know, part of me was almost wondering if it could be, you know, could you combine it into certain things that like, you know, like you open the door and you get your, your, your gift, right, for Advent, your surprise, right? Your little chocolate, your little toy, whatever it may be. If it's like, oh, we're collecting vegetables this week or, oh, we're collecting, you know, canned meats or frozen hams or turkeys or whatever it is, that that could be a little bit mm-hmm. fun on it too. Take a, take a bit more time on the front end to put something like that together. I guess another question I would have, would would you categorize this as a fairly simple and easy to execute project for a club? The way that we did it, yes. Um, if, if you wanted to make it, you know, more theme oriented or add depth to it, you could make it as complex as you wanted. But I, I mean, I put this project together in a night. Okay. So someone, because, you know, we record this in advance of uh, airing this podcast or publishing this podcast. So um, this uh, being published in November would be fairly easy for a club to rapidly put together something like this. Definitely. So they would want to reach out to an organization that was to receive the goods, mm-hmm. uh, make sure that they were willing and interested in having the support, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know share that information with their members. And they could even potentially collect in other places besides just their members if they mm-hmm you know, maybe a workplace or another community location that's a drop-off, right? Definitely, definitely. And we did talk about doing some type of drop-off, but there was there was a fear among, I think, the community and maybe even wider than that of getting food from other sources, even though it's packaged yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, you know, when I think back on this very long 18 months that we've had, 
you know, from the Lysol and wipes, you know, getting wiped out at the grocery store and then moving into the knowledge that this was really an airborne uh, transmission, not so much a surface mm -hmm. transmission, but yet we still have this wiping down of things that's going on really well. And it doesn't mean that, you know, we shouldn't be cleaning things, but I imagine there's a component of that at this time last, you know, last year right. when it was like, you know, who's touched it? I mean, I still know people that go to the grocery store and just leave their groceries over in the corner for a day before they do anything with them. And, and I get it. You know, you, you're fearful and you don't know, so you want to play it safe. Yes, there was that that component of it. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds like a really neat project and it sounds like something that's fairly simple for a club to put together if they want to, or they can make it massively complicated if they would like to. Uh, you know, there are uh, a, a bunch of different ways they could do it. And I imagine they could even translate that beyond the food. Mm -hmm. um, they could adopt maybe um, a homeless shelter organization and it could be needs that the homeless shelter needs. Uh, you know, things like, um, uh, personal care items, antiperspirants, laundry detergents, certain socks or things like that. We, we're looking at doing toys this year. Oh, fun. That, that's one of the things that the board is tossing around. Sure. Yeah. That's a great possibility. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, with, with so many children, you know, it's like with the, with the holiday thing again, you know, mm -hmm. so many children don't experience Christmas the way I experienced Christmas mm -hmm. and the way you might have experienced Christmas. And so I know our first vice president, that was one of the first things she mentioned, but I mm -hmm. don't know where, I don't know what direction oh, sure, it's yeah. going to take for this year. Um, but it may follow along the advent lines or it may be totally different. So what's your favorite Christmas memory? My favorite Christmas memory. Hmm. I would have to say, this is a silly one, but um, I'm going to tell on myself. Um, I used to sneak up the stairs mm -hmm. at our house because my bedroom was downstairs and Christmas was always upstairs okay. in the living room. And Santa Claus always came in the middle of the night. And I always snuck up the stairs to see what Santa Claus <laughs> had brought. And my father heard me one year and sat at the top of the stairs and Boom. Oh, scared you. Scared me to <laughs> death when I got to the top of the steps. And so that's probably my one of my favorite memories just because it sticks with me. Mm -hmm. And the, the other one would have to be the year that my father gave me a handmade um, dollhouse. Oh, wow. He spent... He gave me and my sister a dollhouse the same year for Christmas. And he, you know, sawed everything and painted it and put carpet in it and cut out windows. Oh, wow. I mean, this thing was very, very ornate. And my parents still have it. Oh, wow. So when I get to my own home... I'll have a place to put it. So I'm really excited about that. That's really neat. Yeah, That's really special. Cool. It That's is really very special. special. Well, 
Dana, thank you for taking the time with me today and allowing me to come visit you in your beautiful clubhouse here in Statesville. Beautiful street, beautiful community, and for sharing with us uh, something that you and your club put together to help others in need and to come together in fellowship to do so. Uh, it sounds like a fun project and it sounds like something that other club women could easily translate to their own communities and uh, do some good and have a little bit of fun while they're doing it. Well, thank you for coming. Um, it's been a pleasure. Women Volunteers is a podcast by Kelly Paul for GFWCNC. If you're interested in learning more about the General Federation of Women's Clubs of North Carolina and how you can join these amazing women in improving our communities, please visit us on the web at gfwcnc.org.